Welcome back, podcast listeners, to the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. I am your host, Brett Myers, again. I appreciate you joining us right here in our studios in Key West, Florida. I want to thank our radio listeners at uh, in the FM world at 103.3 and you strangers out there on AM 1600, early risers. Uh, appreciate you, radio listeners. For the rest of you, podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Amazon, Apple, you name it, I appreciate it. And you can also find this podcast the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast on keysweekly.com. This this one and many more. Uh, a lot of good shows, including this one. You're going to love this one. We've got a special one for you today, and we're going to get to that, but I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Overseas Media Group, OMG. Uh, that's the digital company in the Florida Keys that takes care of most of the big websites you see. Uh, big to small, social media, SEO, all those digital things you don't have time for. They're taking care of that. They have a world of expertise you need with all that local service that you should expect and want. That's OverseasMediaGroup.com. So with that, thanks again for being here. We've got a great show. I'm going to jump right to the guys who are right here in-house with me. They're looking at me, and uh, it's Songwriters Week here in Key West. We got them out of bed this morning, so uh, this is a big deal, and we're going to we're going to get them right in here. Before I do that, I've got a, uh, another special guest with me, who's who I think is responsible in part for uh, these gentlemen being in Key West and performing here. Some of uh, there's three guys, and uh, between the three of them, some of, some of them have been here to Key West before, some have performed here before, but. Uh, all in all, they are Nashville guys now. That's where they, that's where they hail and where they do their, their thing. And in all relative, when you define success, um, they've all been successful. I mean, most, most musicians who, have, who are out there trying to make it uh, would define these three guys as people who have. They've written number one songs. They've stood on the biggest stages. They are plugged in Nashville. Um, the flip side of that is the three of them coming together and this is what's so cool about having them on here today I feel like we have I think they're right on the top of this wave that is about to take over and become mainstream uh, when I say mainstream and relative to the success they've already had really coming into this new mainstream wave uh, with a new album coming out and I think you're about to see and hear them everywhere so I think it's pretty cool that uh, I get them here first now you're thinking who are these guys I'm not going to tell you yet because first of all the reason they're here is the guy beside me is Dave David Tebow, Dave Tebow, also known as Tebow here locally in Key West. He is one of the owners over, the local owner over at Island Dogs. Island Dogs, of course, if you've been to Key West, is a mecca for live music throughout, not just songwriters, uh, when that week is uh, is here, uh, just throughout the year. And Dave's been a huge part of the music that has come into Key West, putting on, a, putting on events, uh, bringing talented men and women uh, into Island Dogs on a consistent basis. So, David, without further ado, tell us who's sitting in front of us and tell me a little bit about how uh, your relationship with these guys came about. So we have Rob Snyder, Ryan Nelson, and Job Fortner. Um, Rob and I um, first met back in 2015 via a mutual friend, a Texas uh, songwriter, David Adam Burns. Um, we hit it off really well, and um, we just started hanging out, planning events together, and what we call the Island Revival, which Rob is the founder of the Revival, an event that happened in Nashville. I was it the first or second Tuesday every month. Took a little... Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Yep. 
and I uh, took a hiatus, went on the road for a year. They've played a few uh, festivals, not only the Key West Songwriters Festival, but the uh, was Smoke Show, Riverside Smoke Show Festival, and and um, something this, this past past month up in St. Augustine. What was yeah, that? we were doing some concerts for a cause. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we were doing uh, concerts for a cause in St. Augustine for the Seamark uh, Ranch. It's like a kid's orphanage. So, so we're going to dig into this more. I, I wanted to give Tebow his proper due because he's a big reason they're here, and so a reason a lot of music is here. And so, let's go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. The name of the band that Rob and Ryan and Joe—they've all had some indi- major individual success. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, number one songs that I know Rob has written with with Luke Combs and uh, who Ryan's performed with and Joe, what he's done uh, uh, as well. The name of the band is Sea Creature. So as you listen to this, if you want to go ahead and start pulling them up and get ready for this to unload on you, they're coming out. Um, it's going to be huge. I mean, this is not one of those, hey, let's, we've got, we saw this band. They sounded pretty cool. We brought them on here. This is the real deal. They're going to be huge. We're lucky to get them right now. Sea Creature, and that's spelled S-E-E Creature, two words. So like C as in sight, Sea Creature. And you can go ahead and start pulling them up. So without further ado, Tebow's right here with me. You can chime in as much as you like, buddy. And uh, guys, welcome to the show. It's great to have all three of you. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, I'm Rob Snyder. Next to me is Ryan Nelson and Joe Fortner. I'll let these boys say hello. Hey, it's Ryan Nelson. I'm the Florida man. (laughs) (laughs) How y'all doing? This is Joe Fortner. I'm from uh, Dahlonega, Georgia originally, so I'm the mountain mountain hippie guy. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Ryan made the Florida, Georgia, Florida line, Florida, Georgia line joke here, and then you got your Philly boy over here. So, uh, and I I love that Job's, uh, uh, I went to school in Dahlonega, Georgia. Not many people, most people say Dahlonega that that aren't from there. So we got another another Georgia boy here, which is really cool. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, do you, now, Joe, do you and Rob ever have any Philly, Georgia, like professional sports rivalries going on, or is Philly just too good to even bother with it now? Is that? Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's not just, you know, it's in a different league. You know, it's like giants fighting, you know, little mice. You know, it's, just, it's a whole different thing. But Joe and I have a, a lot of common ground. He loves Philly food. Yeah, yeah. Together we bond. Like, he, he might not be a Philly sports guy but he will come to philly any chance he gets with me because he knows we're going to be eating real good i so, like it yeah i like it now uh, i'm going to really kind of dig into you guys and let you, let you do a lot of talking before i do that i want to make sure the listeners have a really good feel tebow talked about why how you guys came about uh, with his relationship um, like, as I said, Rob, you, you wrote a number one song with Luke Combs. Uh, she's got the best. She's got the best of me. She got the best of me, which everyone knows by heart at this point. Um, and I know uh, Ryan and Job, y'all have got some incredible uh, accolades to your name as well. And y'all can talk about that as well. I think one of the really uh, cool things is, is not just your three Nashville guys from three different parts of the world. But one thing I want people to understand today, they're thinking, OK, as songwriters, it's country music. Okay, three country guys. I don't know that I've ever heard, and I just had Jelly Roll on before you just a couple days ago, so the listeners who are listening in now just really heard us talk about Jelly Roll and his diversity from hip-hop into more of a country genre, outlaw, maybe some rock. 
And I told Jelly Roll, I wasn't quite sure. And I'm, I mean this. I, I, at the time, just a couple of days ago, I was like, I'm not quite sure I know anyone. As I mean, we've had some pioneers with Lincoln Park and Kid Rock, all these guys with some 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 different mixes. But I told Jelly, I'm like, I'm not sure that I've seen anyone make it and kind of have a sound did what you did. And, and I'm not even sure you could have done that 20 years ago in Nashville. And he said, yeah, and he gave some people some credit. And then, I, and then Dave comes along. He introduced me to you guys a little while back, and I really started listening to you. It is an incredibly different sound. We've got reggae. Uh, we've got, like, maybe sublime sounds in there, country sounds, some rock. I don't know how to describe it. Um, it is incredibly cool. I haven't heard it before, so I think that's what makes you unique. I don't know if it's even going to pose a challenge. Who's country can play you, rock can play you. Uh, fans of any genre are going to like it because it's smooth. You have great vocals. How do you guys describe your music before we start this out? Because I don't know how to describe it. What was that thing you said this morning, Joby? <laughs> American country, Western, Western cowboy, reggae <laughs> music, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> no, I think it, you know we all have influences and I grew up listening to tons of different stuff Rob did especially if you're anywhere near as old as me or Rob yeah. you you grew up listening to rock you grew up listening to sublime you grew up listening to you know for me country blues uh, my dad likes jazz you know so my, my brother plays in a reggae band that actually or whatever they call them that genre they are um, and they're featured on the one that's coming out Friday so, yeah, I like I like a bunch of different stuff, and I'm sure Job does too. I feel yeah. I, you know, when we started doing this thing, I think, um, you know, we were listening to like, um, you know, reggae at the time, and we kind of, you know, talked about doing a band, and and uh, it was crazy. You know, COVID happened, and and we didn't talk about it that much more. And then, you know, things picked up, and then Rob hit us up one day, and he's like, "You guys want to go up to Pennsylvania and do a record?" And we were like, "Wow, we got to write some songs and get this thing going." <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> you know? that's interesting because here's the three of you uh, who. And you've had this, all three of you, and I don't, I don't want to downplay that. I, I feel kind of awkward because y'all are humble dudes. I can tell you're laid back. But the success you've already had in Nashville, writing songs, y'all played on some of the big Grand Ole Opry, some biggest stages. I mean, y'all could go, we could do the entire show about your success already as three individual, particularly writing country. Um, where does, how did, you, how did you know, hey, we're going to get together and make a, one of you already doing a different sound? Were you all dabbling in it with country? I mean, how did you get together and say, this is the thing we're going to do? Well, how does that happen? I, I think, I think also we're all, uh, we're all alike in Nashville as well as like, we all write together for our own music as well. And so, you know, we started to uh, just talk about this on our own time and it just, you know, kind of blossomed into this. You know, again, we're to, uh, as, as Ryan grabs the microphone here, uh, listeners, you're listening to sea creature with me here s-e-e sea creature and again i'm going to quit harping on it but you're about to know sea creature by heart and by name on a regular basis so you get them here uh ryan go ahead yeah i was thinking about the tweet i think it was rob's tweet in like 2018 yeah. and it was like we're starting a reggae band and it was he tagged me job and brent cobb yeah 
and now Brent's singing on the record. Okay. And uh, he's not he's not in the group with us, but he's part of it. And yeah, pretty cool. So we all we all ended up doing that from that tweet in 2018. What were y'all doing at that time, Ryan? I mean, uh, again, I'm, I'm going back to like Luke Holmes for you, Rob. I know all three of you. What were y'all doing in terms of where you were heading at that point for him to reach out and say we're doing this? And you're like, yep, let's do it. You know, we were always at Revival. I'm a I was a every Tuesday guy. That's what I did on Tuesdays. And as I got a little like more mature and in the scene and stuff, you know, I didn't want to go out every single night anymore. So Tuesday night, perfect. I'm like going to revival. I played it a bunch. <laughs> Robbie would give me a wristband every time to pay for beers. Beer, yeah, free beers and yeah. yeah, he would never miss a free beer Tuesday. <laughs> Hell no, I'm I'm a Florida man. You know that's how we go. But uh, yeah, so I, I guess just all hanging out at that all the time. And Joe pretty much lived with me. I was in his band at one point playing bass. Like it was. You know, so we've known each other a long time. Uh, that, that's really cool. Now, you, you said, were y'all friends first or were you listening to each other and say, you go, hey, man, that was pretty cool and start hanging out. How did that, how's that happen? I know Nashville is a tight circle when people sure. start making it to that level. How did that how did you guys kind of come about as friends and buddies? I'll answer this one. And this is Rob here. And uh, so, again, a lot of this, the friendships and everything, a lot of things happen at Revival, which we used to host at Tin Roof. I started that thing like in 2012 and then you know how wait, when did you move to town Ryan 14 he moved to and town and how can people learn you keep saying revival make sure the listeners yeah. know as well Rob how can they if they want to look into this really cool thing it's that's just happening. Go, go on Instagram look up revival roadshow okay um, and then it's uh, revival615.com revivalroadshow.com I believe we have to but uh, yeah that's just we it's just a songwriters thing where we didn't necessarily care about the biggest songs and all that stuff we cared about the best songs so when these guys moved to town you know, Job asked me to play and I was like, yeah, you can play. Just don't play any, you know, sissy stuff. I didn't exactly <laughs> say that, but I was like, play something like makes break somebody's heart, man. Like Channing used to Channing Wilson, a buddy of ours. It, yeah. And I put him, I put him up there with a big dog and you know what? Like at first that's, that's intimidating, but all that did was make him better. Cause I knew he had it in him. And then, and then you I watched it. Yeah, yeah, it already. Same thing with Ryan. He gets up with a guy named Jordan Fletcher and they're singing harmonies and the songs aren't all the way there on like right when he moved to town. Uh -huh. But I was like the, the God given talent that this, these guys have and they come in here and do it. And then once you meet your friends and your circle and you start writing now as songwriters, I could put either one of these guys in a room with anybody in Nashville, the biggest songwriters in the world. And they'll come out with a great song and they'll wear the pants in the room and they'll carry the weight, which is awesome. And I've seen that happen over, you know, ever since I moved to town. So we all kind of moved there. Also revival is, you know, I'm a dad, I have a toddler, so I don't get out a whole lot. So like my Tuesday nights, you know, it was like, that was like, all right, that was my Friday night too. So we would have some big, big, big Tuesday nights. My Wednesday mornings were not very fun <laughs> a lot of the time. You, you said something, Rob, there that, um, cause I read something that, uh, Tebow had sent me earlier and I, I think it may have come from you guys or someone close to you. And I want to elaborate on that. It says, um, you know, you're all successful in your own right, of course. Um, but you said, I've, I've heard it said even when you were in the forefront, and it sounds like kind of in those days particularly you Rob y'all did all this and you started making your success without the and I quote the confines of music row yeah. what do you mean by that man it, it just as far as the writing you know it's like when, when I'm we're, we're sitting in a room and me me in particular I, I do like other artists stuff where I put out my own songwriter record and stuff like that release music from time to time I did a full record in 2020 um, but like for me it's when I'm going in there with you know say like a 
a Michael Ray or, or somebody who I've never written with. I'm just using him in his example, like a country guy. Like I know what I can and cannot say in a room. I can't say, Oh, you can't say that. That won't get played on radio. And, and that's the confines. It's like, you have to do this little formula and you can't swing for the fence. You have to do a line drive, keep every, everything safe. You can't piss anybody off on either side. And you got to just say these right things and make sure you get truck and tailgate and skull ring in there. And like all that stupid stuff where this, I was get I was at a point in my career when, when we went and recorded this thing up in Westchester PA, um, that I was just so frustrated with the music business. I'm like, this blows like COVID is the worst. Yep. Everything is awful. I was like, I don't even want to write another country song, quote unquote, air quotes, whatever. And we went in there, literally booked a date. We wrote songs for like a week went up there ryan just worked these songs out bass parts and everything these both of these guys play guitars we recorded it at uh castle bam uh which is bam margera's uh brother's studio jess margera from the band cky and uh we just knocked it out and then we mixed it over a while we really took our time with the mixing did process did you know when you first started that we've got something here when you were you listening i just to all i noticed is i knew we had something and i was like stressed because you know i'm like putting money into this thing and trying to make it work but i was also just like i let go at one point and i was like this is fun and it filled my cup yeah you know it was like oh that's right music's fun and i love music again and that's what it did for me i don't know what do you guys say <laughs> Yeah, you know, I say my brother, uh, he was in a... Uh, it's Ryan, by the way. Yeah, no, Ryan, that's what's up. So, uh, my brother was inside reel, is inside reel. It's kind of, you know, on and off with him but right now. But, you know, I, I listened to him play this stuff forever, and I would see his shows, and he'd be playing these huge shows, and they had trumpets and saxophones, and it was like, dude, that is music. Yeah. Like I was dan everyone's dancing, you know, at, at those shows and like country shows, like I love country music, but the country music I love, people are dancing, bluegrass yeah. stuff, real, the real thing, like people are dancing. So I like dancey stuff and I always wanted to be able to put my name on some stuff that was artistically like getting to put it out that was like dancey and fun. And then, you know kind of an ode to my brother in a way for me because I watched him do this kind of genre for a long time. Yeah, it's, you're making me think as you say that, uh, all three of you, and Joe, we can get you in here too. When you're writing country, and I know y'all have all written country and very successfully to the point that anyone listening to this show, or listen, we have Sea Creature here on the Florida Keys Weekly show, uh, Podcast, they've heard what you've written because the best of the best have sang it, and now you're the best, you're, you're with those guys. Um when you write though country to what you're writing now because it's such a I can't I wish I we could play a little clip here but it's such a unique sound you know it's not sublime but it's also not country but it's this mixture that works so well it's just such a great you know fusion um, do you write differently than you would when you're writing country and you're when you're sitting down and writing stuff for these this sound and these does it make you write different or is is I mean I know you're writing from a place because all great writers do but does it make you write different I guess um, I, I mean we also all three write a lot together um, so we, we spend, you know, a lot of time together outside of the writing room. So we, I think that's a big part of why we write so well together, I think is, you know, we're really good friends. And, um, you know, for me, I like to, I've always wanted to push myself as far as music outside of, you know, what I was doing 
my Southern rock stuff. So this is just one of those things for me where it's like, it's really cool to push ourselves outside of the box and try something new. And there's no rules, you know, do, yeah. you know, do what you want. I think be, be who you are. So I'm, I'm glad to be part of this for sure. Are there more rules when you're writing country than there are? Well, I'm not trying to push you into something. Uh, you know, into I, a I was, just, I, I've, I've always been a guy that's like, there's no rules. I'm the guy in the room that's like, there's no rules, but you know, there, you know, there are people that, you know, maybe want to do that, you know? So, they're formulas for everything, I guess. <laughs> you, know, you guys have been up in Nashville now. Uh, your careers were there like a lot of people. It's where you have to be. Um, is Nashville pretty accepting? Are there other people kind of, you know, is there anyone else kind of doing what you're doing with the sound? Does it seem like it's pretty accepting in that town? I assume it probably is, but it's, you know, it's changed over the years. But how's Nashville receiving this? Uh, I think everyone took it as what they thought it was at first, which was a joke. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, they're doing a, they're doing a reggae band, uh, you know, three white boys that's great you know uh-huh. they're doing a reggae band and then uh we put out a song and the first one we dropped we all sang on it but it has a, it's called you know it's not the most uh, positive title it's called we're all gonna die someday um and uh when people heard that and they were like oh they're not these guys aren't messing around like this is real deal and we're putting out songs way faster than you know you're supposed to do six to eight weeks or eight to 12 weeks and roll them out on the on the dsps and spotify and all that kind of stuff we're doing it every four weeks and we're just getting it because we want to have this record out for the summer it's like if and then people can play it on a boat and that's a true testament of a good record if people are playing it on their boat you're like okay we're doing something right we're in qs you know people are going to be listening to this now so uh and this goes every Everywhere, but yeah, uh, so if you're all you Key Westers and Florida Keys people, this is some boat music you don't want to miss. Uh, so tell me which songs are out now. Uh, it's a self-titled album, correct? That you guys have coming it's gonna out. It's going to be titled. I think uh, we're going to run with the. Cir- I think Circus, Circus. I'm in. And that's the song. That's, yeah, I, I like call that one Circus. Oh, uh, I think we're going to call it Circus. Circus. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the songs out so far uh, is when is this going to come out? Do we know? Uh, so we're we're recording here for you listeners on a, on a, a Thursday. I think it is and then this will come out early next week oh, so cool. as you're listening to this this will be about four or five days later so if something's right coming out yeah so so we'll have out by then we'll have ride it out which ryan takes the lead vocal on that one um and then we already have i go south out where job takes the lead on that one and that's featuring jess margera on the drums it's it's awesome it's like this southern rock soaring chorus that goes into just like tough rock like skanky I mean, the guitars on that, I absolutely love. And then we also have uh, Die Some Day was our first one that came out. Yep. So we're going to roll another. We'll have another one out in June, and uh, that'll be featuring Brent Cobb, okay. who's, who's like awesome. He's one of our favorites. He's a good friend, too. Uh, and then the whole record's dropping the Friday before 4th of July. So this thing's going to be out there. So, you know, you guys kind of know. I, I didn't want to put you on the spot. Do you definitely know the name of the record? You just don't want to quite say it yet? Or is it still up for Circus? Do you like that? Well, yeah. I, I was like, I was fine with it being self no, sorry, I, I was fine with it being self-titled because I was like, you know, the album art, the way we've been kind of setting it up with the single covers, like looks cool. You know, you could just run with that. But circus is just like it's a circus, baby. Is it OK to let the I'm OK to say this on the podcast? Sounds like circus is going to be a big radio push, right? You're about to have that. Or can we talk about that yet? I mean, that's that's. 
If it's a secret, we can all, we can no, edit this out. There's so. no again. We're doing this completely independently. So if, if those opportunities arise, I know that you know that takes you know knowing some people in that, and then you have to. It's a job too. You have to get someone to work you to radio and stuff like that. Any opportunity we get to come do a podcast or a radio station, we're going to do it. And you know, and we'll. It's going to be very grassroots, like yeah. how we do it. We're not going to just you know just be like hey can you sign us to a you know I don't even know how it works as a radio team I know how it works for country music and if it's like that I'm like oof no, well, and if I don't ask this question Rob um, people will they never reach out and say hey I love those questions that's the one you don't ask yeah. like, you didn't ask them this so I'll ask the cliche question why, why is it sea creature S-E-E sea creature who came up with that this is as cheesy as can be um, I was dreaming we were really trying to think of a name and like I couldn't think of anything and like I, it was just one of those uh, the guy from Creed moments when he said he, he lied and said he saw uh, an Indian <laughs> while he was on acid like running across a thing like I just it came to me in a dream I had a dime <laughs> I've had a dime for every time that happened yeah. we'd all be oh yeah Scott Stapp, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't he fight 311 one time? A, <laughs> I, I, he's done a lot of things. He actually did the Theo Vaughn podcast, and he was like an interesting guest. Yeah. But I was like, man. I can't imagine him not being interesting. I don't oh, know. That's the problem. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hey, uh, Scott, you got some, you've got a big band coming up, and they, they give you a shout out here on the podcast. <laughs> so there you go. With arms wide open. Yeah. Who, how do you decide when you're when you're all three together and all so talented? How do you how do you decide? And somebody can take it. Uh, who's playing what? Who's got the rift? Who's got the vocals? Does it just come natural? Do you say, hey, you sounded good there? How do you, three it's talented guys? It's kind of different every time, you know. Yeah. Like one time, I'll have the lick, and I'll have and I, somebody else will have the idea, like the thematic idea, and then you know sometimes it's a phrase, sometimes it's. You know, it's, it can be all different kind of stuff. For this stuff, I mean, like, Circus was one where it was like, it was a lick. That was a guitar lick. And that was the first one. And then, yeah, we were like writing a Southern rock song with Vinny. And then we were like, dude, reggae chorus, use it for Sea Creature? And then we're like, yeah, yeah. So that was that one. And then, like, his stuff is, Job's stuff is, um, like, pretty like southern rock like we're listening to blackberry smoke all the time and like stuff like that so his his stuff is naturally kind of like that anyway so i go south is like feels like a job song and then we just get really yeah skanky and and it's the the tones are cool we got to really play with that stuff in the studio and make it sound awesome unique yeah the drums jess margera he hits like a freight train on the drums and it's awesome when you record like loud drums in a big room just Nothing awesome. better. <laughs> well, you you all come from some you know North Florida, obviously the Georgia North Georgia area and the Philly area has such a di- diverse mix of country and hip hop and rock, and I don't know that people always understand that from other areas. And all areas, respectfully, you know, have cool sounds, but those in particular, Philly and Georgia and Florida have one of the most unique mixes, I think, uh, of which I feel you guys are bringing together. You guys are about to take off here make it make it into the mainstream uh vocabulary of most music fans um when you when you guys sit here and, and have this vision of 
you've all played on big stages. Like, where do you, like, what, whether it's, you know, uh, Red Rocks or Jerry Garcia Amphitheater or the Beacon, like, where's this, like, with your sound, where's that, like, that, that vision that maybe you're having that acid trip dream of yours? Uh, <laughs> where, where do you, like, where do you, where would you love to see this sound played at? Which stage is it? I mean, selfishly, I don't even think it's the biggest. Obviously, Red Rocks would be unreal. Um, but for me, selfishly, I'm a beach bum at heart. Like, yeah, I grew up in the Philly area, but I, I grew up, even when I lived in Georgia, I was like four or five years old. I was in Long Beach Island, New Jersey every summer. And then when I was in college for the better part of eight years, I was there like almost all year long. That's part of the reason why I didn't graduate college in four years. But I'm a beach bum, man. I just want to be, take this thing. If we can go coastal, both sides of the coast, I don't care. I'm happy. Like, (laughs) like, you know, yeah, do the festivals. I'd love to do like the reggae rise up festivals and and that kind of stuff. But if we can just get a little salt air, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Well, I don't trust anybody that graduated college in four years. So that's cool. I Um, agree with you entirely. I'm being from Florida, living in Nashville. I love Nashville. I love Tennessee, but wintertime never grew up with that tough to deal with. And I get like, dude, I just need to see home. I just need to see the beach. <laughs> so, yeah, with this, we're playing this music where it goes really nice by the ocean. Yeah. So. I like it. I like it. Joe, what about you? Hey, no landlock shows, you know. What's that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We are actually, uh, we're doing a show in Nashville on uh, June 14th, it is, I believe. Uh, we're playing Peach Jam at the basement. Nice. An outdoor show. Um, so that's going to be our first show, actually, pretty much. Anywhere three to five yeah, songs? three okay. to five songs, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. So, Rob, I got some questions for you. And the reason is, um, it's not that we're choosing you over uh, uh, Ryan and Job here, but um, unfortunately for you, uh, Nikki got to us and had a couple of things she wanted us to ask you about. So, uh, the first one is, uh, Rob, I'm supposed to ask you about dropping your pick on the Grand Ole Opry stage. uh, And uh, and also ask you about making your own congratulatory sign for your number one hit with uh, Luke Combs. She got the best of me. So, you made your own sign and, and tell me about dropping the pick. All right. So I dropped the pick, which is something that happens in music all the time. Luke Combs invited uh, a bunch of songwriters to play the Grand Old Opry with him, which is ridiculous in its own right. But it's even more ridiculous that no other country artist has done that in the history of the 90 years of the Grand Old Opry. <laughs> it's like, dude, how are you doing all these firsts? That are like, it's just low hanging fruit. It's like, bring your songwriter. Give him a little love. <laughs> That's awesome. But he did it. It was awesome. I brought my parents and midway through the song, which my guitar probably wasn't even plugged in, but I I dropped that pick and I looked left to Channing and Luke and then like Channing gave me the look like he's going to do it. And I bent a knee down and then my shirt was short. So I didn't want to like have my butt cheeks hanging out uh-huh. the back. So I took a, I, I took a Tebow. I went down and yeah. Tebowed on a knee and I grabbed it. And then there's a still shot somewhere with a meme of Luke and Channing both looking at me in complete disgust. <laughs> and it says, is this guy kidding? <laughs> um, so that's why I did that. Um, I was in between publishing deals when uh, she got the best me went number one and I was like once you get a number one it's it's you can level up as far as your publishing deal as far as money as far as your calendar as far as um, your percentage of publishing your co-publishing that you have it's like it's like an unwritten law that you're like that's how you're going to get a good deal and once you have one you pretty much are going to have a publishing deal as long as they're publishing deals for yeah. most people um <laughs> My dad owns a sign and banner company in Philly called uh, Metropolitan Flag and Banner. And I was like, yo, dad, make me a banner. It says uh, 
congratulations on Rob Snyder would like to congratulate himself on his number one and I hung it right outside of the Tin Roofs uh, marketing thing right on 17th Avenue so everyone had to to drive by it and that was not an original idea my friend Will Hogue who Job and I have written with a bunch um, he did that as a middle finger to Music Row he hung it on his East Nashville um, sign uh, he, he, he did the same thing where he congratulated himself so it was a borrowed idea but Will approved of it too and it was you know it worked I ended up getting a deal too alright last one from Nikki and thank you Nikki for uh, supplying us uh, with some Rob questions here and as you guys get bigger and bigger the people are going to go back and listen to this you're going to be so embarrassed because you're not going to share this stuff later I got you now so she says to ask you about um, snuggling um, uh, with your friends especially uh, Ch- Channing and also about sleep eating so tell us about oh. sleep eating <laughs> and snuggling with- these are the last two from Nikki uh, Rob right, so we're going to take right. you yeah, well, these are the last yeah. two from Nikki. So We're going to take you off the hot, my, the hot my, seat. My lovely wife is making my face turn red. All right. So I was fishing in uh, Fushan with a couple friends. Uh, Fushan is, is an hour and a half due south of New Orleans. And uh, we were at this fish camp, and we had to share a bed. Channing and I are rather large people. You know, we were like, if we were on a boat that said, hey, six people or 847 pounds max, you know, we'd be like, well, there's just two of us, and we're, we're right there. You know for, what I'm for, saying? For those who get, haven't seen Rob, yeah. yeah this guy looks like he just ate a Volkswagen and bench-pressed two more before he came <laughs> in. He's got, he's got the tattoos. Like, yeah. if this guy says, don't play sissy music, you're not playing yeah, sissy music. Yeah. So that's, uh, well, 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 anyway, long story short, we both sleep with CPAPs on. So, you know, it's like we tell ourselves that, like, the chicks dig it. You know, my wife loves it, you know, yeah. when Eric. So we look like Darth Vader. And I was having a dream. And in the dream, I was having a dream about my wife. Well, I was like scratching his back, I guess. And I wake up to Channing. He, he has a huge <laughs> neck. So I wake up to Channing and he, he quick leans over. And he's like, raw. And he's, you know, I hear, you know, there's air flying and I'm horrified. And he made light of it the next day. I woke up and he was like, he takes this thing off. He's like, oh man. And he's like, hey bro, what's up with that back massage? You know, <laughs> we're right back to it. I've fallen asleep. Uh, I'm a sleep eater. I don't eat enough during the day. And then if I have a big night or like if I work out too hard or whatever I just wake up and I get the munchies and around like one between one and three is a danger zone but I've done that and then I've I've fallen asleep I've woken up fallen asleep in my bed and woken up in the guest room with Ryan like fully clothed so I like it if you uh, sleep over in my house you might get a snuggle well for those, for those who are giving Rob a hard time keep in mind right now aside from number one song he's written with Luke Combs uh, he's got a song out now with uh, Ashlyn Crafts it's your song Rob uh, you got another one that you've done with uh, the Davidson Brothers um, so you've got big stuff going on as well the three of you do before i let you go we got about three or four minutes with you you guys are about to hit it big bigger um you're going to be touring a lot together you're going to be on the road so i want to do some rapid fire questions with you to see how much you know about maybe we'll do a follow-up one day and retest you so let's see what you know about each other now or or what you really know about each other so it's kind of a rapid fire real quick between the three of you so uh as we do this get into the microphone let let the listeners know which one of sea creature we got sea creature on the florida keys weekly podcast right here a lot of fun and uh, we'll do a rapid fire with you real quick as you guys get ready to launch into the atmosphere uh first of all 
If, no cheating here. If I ask each of you and let the other two answer real quick, each of you, what's your biggest secret or guilty pleasure of an artist or band that you might be listening to? Because I know you got all this eclectic sounds and cool, sublime type stuff and even probably deeper that you listen to. But who's like the secret guilty pleasure, whether it's like Britney Spears or Bieber or Bon Jovi? Like who, who's listening to what by themselves when no one else is looking? So go ahead, Ryan, what do you think about Rob and Job? Who are they listening to? Celine Dion and uh, I'm just kidding. Um, um, Joe, you gotta like some some of that old R&B, like uh, Peaches and Cream, bro. Yeah, uh, he's, he's shaking he's his head. On yeah, that. he's okay. on that. I know it. And Rob, uh, God, I could see, I could see Rob like totally banging a whole Creed album down. Creed or Nickelback? <laughs> hey, he's, hey, hey, he's, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. All right, it's your turn, Rob. Hit him, hit him back. Who's, who's Ryan and Job listening to? And you, and they're back there in the bathroom with the headphones set on. Man, I, it's so, this is the hard. This is a very hard question for me to to just to say it off the top of my head. Like I would say, what is the the guilty pleasure? Oh man. He's a butt rock guy, so I'm gonna say like, okay. uh, what is that band? Nickelback. Oh boy! All right, I like it. He's throwing darts. Uh, no, yeah, uh, I hit you right in between Job the said eyes. He's throwing darts. Uh, what about, what about and, Job? And for, and for Job, I'm gonna say uh, some of those Texas guys that he thinks are really awesome, but they're not that good. Like one of those. I okay. Don't know. I like it. <laughs> All right, Job, Job, you're up. This will get easier. Like more one answer, but let's let's hear Job's. All right, I know Ryan's right off the bat. It's Taylor Swift. For sure. All right. 100% Taylor Swift for, for, yep. And then, uh, Robbie's, um, (laughs) he's going to say Creed again. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going with Creed. All right. (laughs) I did listen to it when I was a junior in high school. I I mean, I listened to it. (laughs) We look like we're about the same age here. I'm maybe a little older than you, but, uh, if you didn't listen to Creed, you just weren't, you're not, you're not telling the truth. Um, all right, rapid fire. I just want to hear you say it out loud. Can I get in close to the microphone? Let's see which one you say first. The three of you. Uh, you're, you're touring together. Who has the worst hygiene between the three of you? Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> everyone said Ryan. Florida man. I mean, you know, that's how, that's how we roll. <laughs> All right, I like it. Uh, who's the worst tipper? Worst tipper between the three of you? Job. Job. All right. <laughs> I was in the restaurant business. You were, were you... Ever? Yeah, I was in the restaurant business too. Yeah, yeah. All right, a couple more. Uh, who, you, three of you have a different look to you. So this is pretty cool. Who gets the most looks or nods from the late? I know you all have women married, so now that you act on this, but who's the pretty boy? Who gets big, the the big boys, man? Nod me, nod me. Oh, I say Brian. <laughs> Brian gets the looks, man. He does. He has great hair. Yeah, he does. It's that hygiene. Yeah, yeah. It makes it it's makes it hygiene, baby. Yeah. All right. So um, last two here. Uh, I feel like just by the, we just talked about. Uh, Rob here, so I feel like if a book tells the, the story with the cover, but who's the guy who does it back down from anybody in a fight? Who's the tough guy of the band? I mean, look at these guys. I'm pretty mean. They have to they have to calm me down because you know, dudes that are not quite as big, we can like actually fight and like and, you know. You're the, all right. If you're that big and you hit somebody, yeah, yeah you might kill them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's different. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, God, 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 God made big bear. guys gentle for a reason, man. No doubt. 
All right. Uh, last one or two here. Uh, as we get to know Sea Creature, they're getting to know each other. They're all good buddies. Who makes the best food? Who's the cook? Who's going to make that food on the ridge? All, all of us, but Rob is really, really good. Okay. But all of us really cook. Like, if you, if, you, if we started a restaurant, it'd be a great restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Secret. Hey, <laughs> wait. Gumbo and wings. I see, a, I see a Margaritaville franchise when y'all started out so cool and independent, then you're going mainstream and you're uh, got the restaurants. Um, who, and that's my, of course, Rob's doing those nightly uh, sleep eating, so uh, he's got to be cooking it up. I'm working on it. So what I'm doing is I'm doing the two protein shakes during the day that backfires every single time. I'm like, that was my breakfast that I brought in here. Then I'll have lunch. It does not work. And then they're like, hey, um, you're a giant, and you, that's why you just ate two pizzas at two in the morning. So, yes. You know. uh, I'm learning slowly. What is, so, Rob, what, is, what are their favorite movies? What movie are they watching? Huh. Man, I don't know because we haven't like really toured at all. Um, I just I got to show them so many movies. I know that. Like, what you, what would you movie. show them? What would you have them watch? Oh, I'd make them watch North Shore. Yeah, hundred percent. Shakabra. Yeah, yeah, Turtle. Um, <laughs> you know, Big Wednesday. All the surfing yeah. movies from Point Break up. You know, I would go. I would go all in on those. He's he's not coming back. I like yeah. it. All right, so he's uh, not coming. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a better. So let's, let's let's follow that lead, Ryan. What movies would you make these two watch? What's the movies when your guys are touring? I mean. I don't know. We what did we watch last night? Bad Boys Two. Mm-hmm. Sick. Like I'd watch that. <laughs> uh, anything? Yeah, I like I like early two thousands movies. Okay, like a ton. I just ran into Dante when I was down here from Grandma's Boy and all the Adam Sandler movies. Love those movies. Um, I feel like everyone's going to run into. You go to the Circle K, you're running into Dante. By the way, he's Dude, everywhere. Dante's <laughs> wild. Yeah, Grandma's Boy. That's what I'm saying. We're watching Grandma's Boy because yeah, yeah, we, met, Don, we met Dante the other night. So yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's really cool. All right, guys. Hey, y'all been incredibly. I know you have a lot going on this week and during uh, this busy week in Key West. We have Sea Creature, um, gentlemen. One of you take the lead on this. Let people know right now if they want to look you up, find you. I know. I mean, just Google Sea Creature S E E. But where would you like for them to go? from social media to just checking you out yeah just go to sea creature music on instagram we're on facebook uh tiktok because that's what the kids are doing these days and then also spotify deezer apple music uh, every streaming platform out there youtube too i mean if you just don't want to download it just go check out we put out a couple full uh videos too so check it out i i am so excited to say i had you on this show uh we've had some big names on here before but to say that i had you guys on early uh, i'm pumped about it and i can't be be more sincere this isn't one of those i gotta say something nice i had got, the sound is freaking awesome the songs are awesome it gets me pumped up uh you talk about people dancing to your music i don't know how anyone's going to turn this down no matter what you like so check out sea creature i want to thank david tebow for making this happen uh you'll be listening to this after this week is over but island dogs down in key west one of the meccas of music a hidden gem used to be a hidden gem now it's a, a everyone knows it gem but live music in there all the time just one of the local places to go check people out and and uh, David, thanks for making this happen as well. For our listeners, check out Sea Creature. Come back here next week. And I, as always, really appreciate, appreciate you guys listening to the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. We'll see you next time.